Did you know you can get all of our podcasts on our free podcast app? Head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to download the app now. For the world's most ecstatic love and sex podcasts, bonus videos, and exclusive articles, head to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the free app now. What do you see as the connection between love and health? Okay. Simply... The absence of love or the interruption of love is disease. Disease has many different conditions. It can be uh, relationship stress, work stress, not making enough money. Uh, it can be uh, bad attitude. It can be uh, cancer. It can be diabetes. It can be chronic pain. It can be the name of many, many different health conditions, physical, mental, emotional diagnoses. However, the absence of love, and now I will reframe it, the, the inhibited soul life is disease. So all disease, to be restated, all disease is inhibited soul life or the inhibition of the pure expression of love. And love is the eminence from soul. It's not a conjuring of the personality which many confuse with that like when we say i love you so much well it's nice to say and people like to hear it but that needs that that statement from the personality needs to be needs to exude from soul from soul and so thus true health is produced through the frequency, the resonance of love. So how do we connect more with our souls? Yes. That's a good one. In, in the work that I do called Cellular Resonance, I know that I'm working both one-on-one -on -one and in groups with people to bring that resonance in from soul. It is a training process. It is a commitment of, of becoming a dual being. That means that your personality that is integrated purely with soul. So that you become an integrated dual being of soul and personality. And in this life, you know, when people are having dis-ease, that means they're very top-sided in the personality. Now the personality is works on other frequencies than love. The personality seeks love, yes, but it seeks it through through greed, selfishness, uh, anger, through hatred, through want and need, and its desires. And uh, it can certainly have high and low states. Uh, however, the soul is an eminence of love and making a commitment to relinquish the power of, of the personality to the soul would be the first step. We have to recognize that, you know, I've, I've done enough pain and suffering. I'm going through these repetitive patterns with my body, with my family, with my uh, spouse or, or girlfriend, boyfriend, kids, people at work. Uh, if it's not one thing, it's another thing, you know, and, you know, now another thing. And then we start seeing these patterns in our life. We see them in our behavior. If we're willing to, if we're willing to look, uh, usually other people will help us along and 
and tell us, but we just don't listen. <laughs> uh, or we go through similar experiences and we think, you know, all these people are doing this to us. But, you know, the, the, the factor that remains the same is us. We're, we're in all those experiences with all those different people. So perhaps the factor that needs to be changed must be changed is within that person being you. So we have to, if we want to change, we, we, we should be asking those type of questions and making those type of commitments that I'm, I'm ready. And, and then we start asking, how can I get help? How can I be, have assistance? Where, how can I learn more? How can I listen to the soul? What is it that I'm not hearing that the soul has been telling me for a long time? I mean, we all have this deep inner voice. We all do. We've all heard it from time to time, probably not often enough, or if we have, we, we, we knocked it out with personality because we wanted what we wanted and we wanted to get it. And, you know, we're going to have to change the venue of our life. And some will, and some are ready, and others are thinking about it, and others are, you know, happy to play in personality land longer. So it's just a matter of, of what you choose in this moment and then the next. So this is kind of like a new definition of what separation and, and oneness consciousness is. It's you're saying separation is based in this personality and ego, I guess. And then right. the soul is, is the oneness. Correct. I mean, first we have the separation from, from, from our soul wisdom and our soul integrity and soul love. And then the personality finds all these ways, all these from all the wounds of, of that have separated from it, becomes more and more separated from itself. And so more fragmentation or, or segmentation of the, of the uh, personality uh, starts segmenting the energetics of the body and the cells. And then we start to develop uh, health issues, health problems. And then the doctors diagnose it and say you have this disease or that disease. And then they treat the disease and you still have the disease. Or they cut out something and like a diseased gallbladder and say, well, we cured that. But I see it as, no, they, they removed it and threw it in the garbage. And they never, never, never looked at the resentment that happens to be an accurate uh, feeling for, for gallbladder issues in general. Uh, so the resentment now has to go to other parts of the body. And certainly it's still there controlling one's life and attracting more experiences that will produce more feelings of resentment. And our body builds then receptor sites for those type of feelings. And uh, we get charged by them. So we are back in that resentment anger cycle again and again and again as the example the people might be in a poor me i'm a victim or they might not say i'm a victim but all these bad things happen to me and i don't know why and i'm really a good person i try to do my best to help people and and then we just run all these stories and then we just become more and more separated within ourselves and the way to end that is to begin to unify with soul and allow that's the the energy of the soul to cleanse through the body. Uh, 
we fight it, we struggle it, we resist it because uh, the ego, you know, is is wanting what it wants. Now, the ego operates very simply. It either operates out of wanting to get love, so it does all these things to get it. Most of the time, it's not too healthy. <laughs> uh, and uh, or then there's the other way uh, that it's going to do something out of love. It's going to do it out of love, then that's the soul. That's the soul coming in and doing out of love, serving out of love. Then the personality gets to benefit by all that it receives from that, both in the process and in the evolution of the seeds that are planted out in the world. And when we see that we're all of the same soul, that we're all of soul, we're all of source, then our motivations begin to change. And for some people, it's a slow process. For others, it's faster. And some, it's moving so slowly that it's going lifetime through lifetime to try to get it. And that's pretty much all of us <laughs> here on the planet. And that's where we are at this moment. So time to make a new choice for those who want to uh, have a different, more fulfilled and connected life. Mm -hmm. um, could you explain to the listeners how how this really comes down on a, on a cellular level? Uh, explain it in perhaps lay terms of what you've seen with your practice of cellular resonance and what you do to have this effect on the cellular level, what are we doing on a cellular and DNA level to our bodies? Well, remember, the, the, the cell is a physical expression of, of spirit. So, so we have to see that everything in creation has been enlivened by this spirit energy or source energy as the soul is the transducer to bring it into a quality that brings it into physicality. And so the cell is an expression of soul. So, and we're created by that. So our cells and the DNA is taking messages from, when it's taking its, its direction from soul, your life and life experience is gonna be pretty amazing. Uh, one thing after another gets provided for you uh, without, without much effort, just a direction of focus and boom, you know, there it is. But we are trying to create or manifest through personality, which takes a tremendous amount of personal will. And that's what we're taught here. Work hard, put that personal will in, let the personality put in all that will. And, and we get raised that we're separate from our brothers, sisters, mother, fathers, and family and friends and all those people and that we have to compete. So we've been in a society that is very separatist. And that's what materialism is. It's a separatist, individualized society where we have these personalities running around and running amok. And we worship a lot of them because they're big personalities and, you know, they you know, sing some great songs or, you know, act in some great movies or they are on, you know, the news or in a political office. And, you know, that's a lot of power of will and personality. I mean, on one level we can go, wow, huh. 
At the other level, it's destructive. Personalities are destructive because they're fear-based. And when a personality can become unified with soul and soul energy emanates through the body and through the cell, then disease on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relational, and social diseases uh, will lessen. And finally, at the height of, of the connection, cease. And that we're living a pure soul life. So again, going back to all disease is inhibited soul life, inhibited love. So the cell needs to resonate an energetic that controls it. You see, the brain and nervous system work on energy impulses. It's just a, a physical representation of where the universe works. And so it communicates through sound impulses. Literally, this is what today's modern science understands. So if the brain is and nerves and the communication of the body and all the cells and cell-to-cell -cell communication is sound impulses, and what's the sound that's, that's going through them? Is the sound hatred, anger, greed, or is it love, peace, and joy from soul? So these are the things that make us age. These are the things that, you know, eat away at our bodies. Yet there is research, and I heard that on the Dr. Oz show, uh, in Dr. Dr. Oz's mouth, but I also re read the research as well that he was quoting. And uh, it was saying, hey, there's no reason why the body couldn't live young for 900 years. And then there's stories in, you know, in biblical studies in the, Old Test in the Old Testament that there were people who lived 600, 800, 900 years. And that would say that, wow, they were soul emanated. They were living through that resonance of love, and it kept their cells working, like having a fully charged battery. But most of us know we, we, we run on empty and then we stimulate our bodies with stimulants, coffee, chocolate, sugar, meat, uh, television, video games. <laughs> we got lots of stimulants out there. And uh, though it, they make us feel good in the moment, they, they, down, they keep downgrading our cells and that's you know death over time. So that's how the cells work. That's how energy works with them. And what I prescribe for people is to resolve those negative frequencies and those, those, the consciousness or anti-consciousness, unconsciousness that we are running, that's running our cells. As we resolve that, we live a healthier, happier life. As we do that, our cells function better, and we begin to heal those diagnosed disease conditions. That doesn't mean that we don't improve our diets and get the toxins out and, and, and do those other things that doctors and nutritionists uh, might recommend that we do for our health. Uh, you know, I would definitely say on the surgical side, you know, do your best to detoxify organs of negativity and, and our woundology and the toxins that we're so exposed to in this world, uh, if we have enough time before, you know, somebody, you know, cuts it out or reroutes it. Because <laughs> you still got to deal with the stress. You still got to deal with the negativity one way or another before or after that surgery. So I recommend do your best to deal with it beforehand. If you can't do it on your own, and I'm not saying it's easy, none of these things are easy for most.
then work with a practitioner who knows how to facilitate well these energies that will help your cells to begin to kick off the negativity and start resonating more with soul and the healing process begins. Remember, we are designed to survive out of fear, out of struggle, out of survival. We're also designed to heal, and that is uh, an enlightened, an enlightenment process. Enlightening the cell, enlightening our mind to a new perspective. We have to take the attitude, I'd rather be well than right. I'd rather be loved than right. And ultimately, I'd rather emanate and take in love of soul than to play the personality game uh, exclusively. Exclusively. What are some practical ways the listeners can start to embody their soul presence more on this planet? So the first step I would say is this, we have, the personality has to get to the point of saying enough is enough. I see these patterns, they're ruining my life. Yeah, they're bringing me some good stuff, but they're bringing me a lot of stuff that's, that's not so good. Like I'm sick, uh, I'm unhappy, uh, I'm going through up and down cycles of, of lack and prosperity or maybe never having any prosperity. Uh, uh, in, in a materialistic way, uh, we have to really say, you know, I'm committed to embodying soul. I know I came here. This is the lead thing I came here to do was to be a soul integrated being. And you have to be willing to say that. You have to be willing to focus on that. You have to be willing to keep that as your key focus in your life. We're taught to focus on everything else but this, usually. And I'm suggesting that you make a commitment to embodying soul, embodying soul love, and realize that you're not separate, that you are interconnected with, with the all that there is, and that your soul is a group soul. And to begin looking at each other as, as that soul, and having your motivations being of service, the soul is here to serve us and each other. So our focus must be in that loving service. And yeah, I would say visualize that. Visualize that. But we have to do it with our eyes upward towards the soul. Look up towards the soul. Speak to it. Move up through the dimensional folds. Just visualize it. You don't need to know how right now. You just do it. You are of it. Move up towards it. Allow it to descend towards you. So it's a willingness and allowance process. And it's a focus. And that's how I would start. And then I would ask the question, definitely, what am I doing? What's this personality of mine doing to mess up my life? To create these patterns? To create this disease? Listen. Say it before you go to bed at night and ask for it to be revealed as you're falling asleep or in your dream or as you wake. And you'll get smatterings of it. Sometimes it happens right away. Sometimes you'll hear the, the voice of the soul. I've heard it many times speak to me. Sometimes to 
give me fabulous information, sometimes to kick my butt <laughs> when I haven't been listening. And, and sometimes it'll, the message will come through something on TV or in a book that falls off the shelf at your feet and you, you look at it and the answer's right there on the title of the book or you open it up to a page and boom, there it is. Paragraph two, page 26. Oh my God. And then you try to find it later on and you can't find that, 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 that page and that, that, that paragraph that you swore it was on that page and you, it's just not there anymore. <laughs> How did that happen? I've had that happen to me many a time. And so this is, this is the commitment. This is the focus, a new commitment, a new focus in one's life to live a soul-integrated life. As you do that, then books, teachers, um, uh, I spoke to a friend of mine, and she had a, a healing over the phone just with me connecting with her soul, my soul, our soul, and giving her a message. And it was a soul message. And boom, it went right into her body. Boom. And she had a shift that changed her whole life and became healing. And then she went out and ran the next day, and a woman stopped her on the trail and said, get into your body. You need to do this. You need to do that. But she did it in a loving, caring way, gave her a huge hug, and she cried on this woman's shoulder for, I don't know, five, ten minutes. And again, changed. And how did that happen? in 24 hours, in less than 24 hours for me in here, because before she even got on the phone with me, she'd already committed. I'm changing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek that which is truth and get myself free. And so that's what I would say to you. Seek that which is truth and allow it to set you free. And it's going to be a direct communication from source through soul through love, emanating through every cell of your body, right through those brain cells and into your consciousness and to allow that to seep in more and more. Because mm. that's when, um, like you say, these synchronicities happen, happens, right. the alignments happen, and people listening to this will have had synchronicities happen. We all kind of have them, but to get them that on a minute by minute, moment by moment basis, we have to keep on engaging the soul. Absolutely. We must be in a moment by moment engagement with soul. Relinquishing personality, not killing it. Relinquishing the power of personality, the power of our will to the will of the soul. Allowing it to lead us until we're so integrated that now the soul and personality now work together. So the personality, which we see as the individual, Doug, Steve, John, Martha, Sue, <laughs> uh, all those, you know, all the different names we have for ourselves, not, not multiple personalities, each person, <laughs> each body, okay, just for clarity. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and then we get to embody the, the peace the thousand years of peace. We bring heaven on earth by bringing soul through body. 
The body is of the earth. It's, you know, going to go back to dust into the earth, right? It's of the earth. So heaven on earth is soul through the body. And that's how we make this earth plane a very different place to live. The more people that commit to this, the more energy we feed into the world for more people to, to catch the wave of this new consciousness. This is what the age of Aquarius is all about. To leave the Piscean age of intelligence and materialism and move into a more spiritual, a spiritual world of love, embodied soul presence, heaven on earth, so that we now prepare ourselves for the third stage of human development. Right now we're in this stage of bringing soul and love into this world. The stage was set a few thousand years ago by the prophets, teachers, and now is the time. And so we have our new teachers that are here to help bring this, 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 this word in and to help those who need assistance, who ask for help. We're here. Did you know you can get all of our podcasts on our free podcast app? Head over to rawattractionpodcast.com to download the app now. For the world's most ecstatic love and sex podcasts, bonus videos, and exclusive articles, head to rawattractionpodcast.com to get the free app now.